You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. I, I need your help, man. You need my help. I need your okay, help. Let's go. What's up? I need your help. I'm currently in the midst of the longest G1 hangover I've ever had. I It took everything I had to do G1 during this year, and it has left me hollow and broken, and I haven't watched New Japan since. <laughs> I, tried to, I tried to watch a few things. It just all seemed too hard. I wasn't excited about doing it. And if I'm not excited about wrestling, I tend not to watch it. And even, I don't know, even little things were annoying me, like about the site, the way their new kind of art works. And I'm like, what even is the newest fucking show they did? I don't even know today. This is all too hard. I didn't watch it. Nothing really excited me. I did watch a Zack Sabre Jr. Um, Kojima match that I quite liked. And I watched that because it was easy to access on YouTube. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just like the entire effort of New Japan these last couple of weeks has just been too much for me. Uh, and I've just been kind of burnt out on wrestling as a whole altogether. Yeah, so I mean, how do you come back from harsh this? this year? Yeah. Well, let me let, okay, let's do it this way. Let's play a game. Would you like to play a game? Sure. I always like to play. By the way, this is uh, welcome to the (laughs) Okada Shorts podcast. My name's your good friend, Curtis Spears. That right there. That's your bad friend, Rafe Houston. What up? We uh, like to call ourselves the International Wrestling Grand Pricks, the Kings of Pod style. Welcome to the King of Shorts, Okada Shorts podcast. Yeah, we normally like New Japan uh, and we normally talk about it a lot and have a great time. That's not what this is today. (laughs) I have have a question for you. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And this, I know it's first thing in the morning there. You got your coffee, you had what, half a cup of coffee already? Mm, I've had three quarters. I've been guzzling guzzling it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's going to hit your brain when I ask you this. Here Mm. comes the trivia. Okay. Name the 16 wrestlers on earth that are better than Will Ospreay go. Mm. There's zero wrestlers in the world that are better than Ospreay right now. I, it's been like two and a half weeks, and I'm still fucking pissed. I'm I know still that- fucking pissed off about it. It's a, like an actual joke. Did you see that uh, fucking PWI actually printed a fucking uh, a thing going, we fucked up and forgot to put Nido in it as well? Yeah. yeah. They they like made an apology. They were like, oh, completely forgot him. Sorry about it. Clerical error. It's fine. That means Naito's winning the belt at the dome, so that's not a big deal. Mm. the 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 problem The problem is, like, I know this is a kayfabe list, yeah. And getting mad about a a fucking kayfabe gimmick, 
Which who fucking put them in charge of like kayfabe? Like we 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 are just nerds sitting here talking about actual pro wrestling, talking mm-hmm. about the match, talking about where we would like the story to go and things like that. These guys are like they make themselves the custodian of kayfabe, and they're like these are the best wrestlers on the planet, bro. Fuck yourself, mm-hmm. okay? Take two steps back and fuck your own face. <laughs> but <laughs> like. When when you when you say like Will Osprey is the seventeenth best wrestler of the last year, eat shit, go to jail, like not even in the top ten. It's fuck off. Like this is a year. Like prior to that list, he had like beaten fucking Okada and Omega in like the same month. And shit, you know what I mean? He had done king shit. He'd been all over the world. He's delivered like nothing but five through seven star matches for anything he's ever multiple done. Multiple companies. For multiple companies, you know what I mean? He had just like, he'd had one of the best matches on fucking uh, the Wembley show, you know, with Chris Jericho, who even if you had your head up your ass like enough to be like, oh, yeah, he only wrestles New Japan guys or whatever. He's never wrestled anybody super impressive. Like that's Chris Jericho as well. And he lifted Chris Jericho to the best match he's had in quite a while. Like, Dude, he, he backpacked Chris Jericho to a fucking five-star match. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And like that's just what he does. Like, And so you can't like – in good faith, in any faith, say that he isn't operating on like a level above 95% fucking wrestlers right now physically. You can't tell me, like, I know, you know, John Moxley was right up there in the top, and he is absolutely a huge draw for that company and a huge star in wrestling right now. But you can't tell me that he is a better wrestler than Will Ospreay. Maybe a better promo and a part of it all goes into it. But, like, the physicality alone just qualifies you, you know. But like you say, it's a bullshit list. It doesn't matter. And I don't think there's a reality where, like you said, fucking any of those people, like, are above him in that list. It, it felt like he was robbed, you know. I'm still, yeah, not just robbed, dude. Like, done dirty. Yeah. This is... He got just fucking shot at and missed and shit at and hit, dude. Yeah. That is garbage. Yeah. Absolute garbage. And I mean, I don't know how much stock he would put into something like that. You know, maybe it's like, oh, well, whatever. It doesn't give a fuck, but it's bullshit. <laughs> Absolute fucking bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Tell you what, though, so, a quick fact for you. My boy Joel Bateman, 392 yeah. above Dolph Ziggler, and then Dolph Ziggler got released. So you've heard it here first, Joel Bateman to WWE. Is confirmed. He? Yeah, confirmed. Confirmed. That's it. Oh. Well, shout out Joel Bateman. What up? Yeah. I said to uh, Joel Bateman, I'm like, you know what Triple H always says? 393 out of the E. 392. <laughs> sign you, I do. <laughs> he didn't even react to that message. I didn't even get a laugh react to that when I sent it to him. But yeah. Anyway. Oh. I know. You got rough. a laugh react from me. I, I was like, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, man. Oh, I... Where, where, you know, have you seen the the full list of these like WWE releases? And are you interested in seeing any of them in New Japan? Uh, kind of the opposite. I am terrified that some of them will appear. I mean, I, I think Mustafa Ali could be great anywhere 
I, I feel like they never used him well and that he had this huge potential that could be used in any company really, really well. Um, I don't need to see like fucking Dolph Ziggler in the G1 or some shit like that. That's a, that's a terrifying prospect to me. Yeah, I, I think that Dolph Ziggler, like I like Dolph Ziggler. He's fine. You know, like there was a time when I really liked Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, you know, back in the yeah, day, there was, and they just said, "Sorry, he's not what we want." You know, what we want to to put out there in the world. So, mm-hmm. but you know that we know that's how they roll. Do so you we're not here do you have the list of of who I, of who was replaced? Not off the top of my head, dude. I've done no research for this. Oh. Like you said, post G one hangover. I don't give it. You know, shit. you know who actually fucking scares me the most that I'm actually terrified is really going to get involved in New Japan, and that's Matt Riddle. I fucking hate him. Oh, and oh. I, Like, this, it's so scarily real. And I'm like, I don't need this fucking barefoot stoner fucking in my shit. I just don't want to. Yeah. Or Shelton, no, we, actually, we Shelton Benjamin could very realistically, Shelton X Benjamin could definitely come back to New Japan. He could definitely. I would. I would. I would have no problem with it. I literally have no problem. I love Sheldon Benjamin. Have him be the fourth member of Strong Style. That'd be cool. Oh, he's got that history with them. That actually, I'm so into that. Okay, there's one there that I'm into. Mustafa Ali would be good. I'm just saying, who else is on this? Mustafa Ali in a super, uh, uh, super junior. Mm. Uh, Elias. Nah, I don't care. Uh, Emma released for the thousandth time. Um, Madcap Moss, all he does is injure people, so I'm not really interested in him. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, who else is here? Oh, did I say Elias out loud? Yeah. I've, I feel like they had a real opportunity to do things with him. I don't know how they dropped the ball with that. So That guy's, yeah, he, is, is his brother, is his twin brother still? <laughs> still so <signed>? funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, who else is here? So many names I don't even know in any way. Yeah. Mm. No thanks. No thanks. So Shelton X Benjamin for me would be a good one. Mustafa Ali, I would be very happy to see kicking around. I would, I'd be, yeah, fuck, I'm terrified, literally terrified that Matt Riddle would start showing up in fucking. We would Japan. like to avoid people that have a history of uh, sexual impropriety, like if we could. Yeah, and you know how I feel about people wrestling in bare feet. Like, yeah, it's enough. Like, <laughs> you know, one guy's won me over recently. I, it won't be two. <laughs> it will not be two. <laughs> I've got a speedball. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. He's going to be in person. He's uh, he's on that show with, with Robbie and. The Ichiban Sweet Boy. Oh, the one in your basement? Yeah. Well, it's it's actually not in my basement. I got carried away. The the clubs had similar names. Uh, it's actually in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, but uh, still probably head out there. I mean, close enough to Uber, right? Nah. I mean, you could, but it'd be really expensive. I'll just drive. It's fine. Oh, yeah. you'll drive. Yeah, yeah, you got a car. I forgot that you live in a place where things are spread out. Yeah. Got to do it. I, I do not live in a place where things are spread. <laughs> At the moment, I've got two cars, actually, and Amy doesn't drive. So, well, I've got a work van as well. So, Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Your, your other recording studio? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, oh, yes. 
I figure the thing we can do okay. is we can sit here and complain about stuff for the next like 30 minutes, turn in like half-assed episode. I don't, I don't think complaining is my move because to complain, I would have had to watch anything. Like I That's don't, right. I don't think, I don't even know if anything has been good or bad. All I can tell you is that after it was all said and done, I just no longer had the urge to watch anything. But uh, I mean, that's a, that's a pattern with me in G1 because it is historically after that G1 season, the sort of, you know, things sort of drop off for a while and then you start getting into, you know, Wrestle Kingdom and the, like these last few months of the year will quite often dip off, you know, and after G1, it kind of feels like then, cool, well, I'll wait and see when the guy, you know, we come back and we do that road to Wrestle Kingdom. And so it's like maintaining coverage of it for a median like this is a little bit more challenging. But this was the well, the year where I couldn't even dig into it. I wasn't even like, let me just stick it. I, I wasn't even like angry at it or anything. I just had no urge to watch wrestling is where I'm at. Well, we could do the other thing that I uh, think we can do, and that's talk about a <laughs> – we can, we can record a show that will be immediately out of date. Okay. That's interesting. Because – Destruction in Kobe is in about 12 hours. Interesting. So. I didn't that, even know that. that <laughs> I think I think you might enjoy it. Let's go ahead and yeah, we'll talk through the break, card. Break down the card and, and maybe you can hype me up for it and maybe I'll watch it. So, first match, mm-hmm. Kevin Knight and Tiger Mask mm-hmm. versus the Bullet Club War Dogs, Drilla Mahoney and Clark Connors. Okay, I like that. I like that. There's, I would have preferred to see Kevin Knight and Kushida again. I guess mm. Kushida isn't back in Japan right now. Is there a story happening with Kevin Knight and Tiger Mask yet? I don't think so. Mm. What, they're just like dropped together or have they been working together over the last couple of weeks or something like that? Uh, I don't, I don't, off the top of my head, don't think so. Why is Tiger Mask always trying to hang out with the young kids? He's like Steve Buscemi in that fucking thing where it's like, hello, fellow kids, like that. Why is he always hanging out with, like, Robbie and stuff trying to be, like, a cool young guy? I mean, like, if you were, if you had access to people like Kevin Knight and Robbie Eagles, you'd want to hang out with them too, right? That's true. And I guess they're like, this is legendary Tiger Master. You and I are the, the, uh, like, old men at the party anyway. Yeah, well, that's true. I need somebody to make oh. me an image of take that Steve Buscemi meme and then just insert tiger mask straight over <laughs> over his face. Um, I think I think this is that we should talk about the fact that we are both forty now. We have both hit the the midpoint of our lives. What do you want to do for your midlife crisis? Mm, uh, so I actually turned forty one next month. So I would say I'm not even halfway. I would say I'm at the end. I would say 18th of October, I probably just keel over and die, I reckon. Oh, shit. I got to find another another co-host. Yeah, I'll, you will. I'll get Booze Leprechaun on the phone. It'll be cool. Yeah, she should be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are, you, what are you doing for your for your midlife crisis? I think I'm going to take up jujitsu. Really? Yeah. That's, that's a very... Because either that or buy a scooter. Mm. We, we just want a scooter, actually. In a raffle, I've got an electric scooter in the house right now, a giant in a giant box. So I have to come to Perth to collect my scooter. <laughs> uh, I can't talk about it right now, but I think we're going to give it to somebody as a gift. Can you ship it to Japan? <laughs> and we'll, we'll, 
we'll meet you in Japan. It's too hard to drink and ride a scooter at the same time. I wouldn't be able to do it. Um, <laughs> if anyone can do it, you could, buddy. I believe yeah. in you. I think at the moment it feels like my midlife crisis is just like wipe away any semblance of anything I've achieved in the podcast realm and just paint Warhammer miniatures. I think that's all I'm going to do. Wow. We are really similar. <laughs> well, like, let's quit our podcast and just paint all the time. Just go fucking. I, I've been doing a lot of arts and craft the other evening. I sent you a message. I was like, what's he up to? No reply from Curtis. So I uh, got some soap and a toothbrush and I prepped HeroQuest miniatures for paint. So that was exciting. I was uh, sleeping probably, I think, when you sent me that. I didn't even have anything on the TV. Like this, this is where I'm at. Like I didn't have wrestling on. I didn't have music or whatever. I just sat in silence. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Cre- watch like did a hobby. Like I don't know what's fucking wrong with me. I I'm, I can't watch wrestling when I do when I do hobby stuff because I'm too distracted. Like wrestling being a visual medium, especially like like doing it for so many years. Like with Japanese commentary. Like I I can't even listen to the commentary to figure out what's going on in the match. Now there's of course English commentary, but like for you know. A, a decades or whatever it was just like oh uh you know i, I gotta listen to a fucking milan collection milano collection at i don't mm. speak fucking japanese so i've got to really pay attention to watch medium. It. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly i like aw oh i can put on in the background while i do other things because i can listen to the commentary and like if it's somehow i want to watch i can pay attention or if it's like you know not then i just you know let it wash over me Kind of thing like that. But, yeah, I per, when I watch New Japan, and it may as well, that may be part of why I haven't really watched it these last couple of weeks is because I, when I do, I like to sit down and, like, watch New Japan. But, like, there's yes. been so much on with work and I was kind of burnt out from the G1 and I haven't really felt the need to go, like, I have so little time to sit down and do anything that when I did it, I didn't want to dedicate that time to this. You know, is, I think, what the, the main issue was. Yeah, that's fair. Like we've we've always said, if you're not feeling it, don't fucking watch it. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. I do, I can't fake it. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not going to come on here and be like, yo, how fucking good was like like I don't know. I don't I could don't even know a match to, to tell you because I don't know what has happened. Well, there was. I mean, you watched uh, Zach versus Kojima for the TV title. Mm. I don't know if that you happened didn't... before or after the G1, though. I know it was just a match that appeared in my favor. That was after. Okay. After yeah, the cool. G1. He also had a, a match the day before that one with uh, Ryohei Oiwa for the TV title. Yeah, that's cool. And then obviously he's got, I am interested in the AEW pay-per-view coming up, Wrestle Dream, where he's going to fight Danielson as well. Yeah, why is that on a fucking AEW fucking pay-per-view? I think, um, I, think I heard something like, like New Japan would, was going to do it and something happened, like it was their date or something and something happened they didn't have the money or the time or the resources or something like that and Tony Khan stepped in and like picked it up, you know what I mean, and went, I can make this oh, event okay. happen. Like he saved the event because it was just not going to happen. He's like, I'll make it happen and just did it. Yeah, he's like billionaire flex, no problem. Yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs> I'll, just fucking, I'll just do it. Which I would love to so, be, be. I can never be a billionaire because, like, it seems like a lot of work. Like, and I'm not interested in work right now. It also seems like a lot of fun. Like, I mean, he just he rolls up and he goes, 
no, it's cool. You want to make that paper? Oh, you can't do the pay-per-view? Okay, I will. Yeah. Like, that seems fun. That does seem fun. I I, I imagine you could also pay someone to do the work part of the work for you. Oh, that's a valid point. I I was thinking more like the working so hard to get to the billionaire point. But then I guess as well when you – your parents are already the billionaire. It's like, so the money already exists. You still would need to have a very good work ethic, but then you can also pay people to help you as well. It's like success and money breeds success and money, right? Because you've already or got it. you do what Elon Musk did mm-hmm. and you get the money, right? Then you piss off every person you meet along the way, do almost nothing mm-hmm. and succeed. And I think that that would be where you would shine. Yeah. Well, actually, I, th- I think there's a real chance of that. Like to the point where he's like, oh, what's this social media platform that everybody enjoys? Got to go in here and destroy it just because I can't really yeah, be so fucked with anybody. Like it's literally him just going, I'm just going to take this thing that everybody enjoyed and just fuck it up. Like, and I don't care. Is It's pretty amazing. I'm going to have people pay me to use this terrible fucking social media platform that's ragged me out for years. Cool. Pay me to rag me out. That's fine. Like- it's so fucking petty. <laughs> I kind of love Shithead. it. Shithead. I kind of love and, it. And, and so many people are like, oh, bro, he's playing 4D chess, bro. <laughs> he's, a, he's moves ahead of you, bro. Fuck huh. off. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, did I tell you? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a new tattoo tomorrow. Uh, no. Nana's doing a new tattoo for me. I was going to say, are you from your wife? Yeah. Yeah. You want to let me send you, I'll send you a picture of the, of the one I'm getting. Is it, uh, is. having a wife that's a tattoo artist, how does that work? Do you pay for the materials, the materials? Um, no, cause she orders the materials and stuff in bulk in bulk. Yeah. Okay. So it's the, the only thing is like finding the time because like if, if I go there during a day that she's working yeah, and someone comes in and wants a tattoo, then she's losing money by tattooing me. Yeah, sure. But like, she, you don't want to go to the fucking music store on your day off. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to go to the tattoo shop on her day off. She wants to sit down and fucking sit on the couch and watch TV. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So. Yeah. I was going to say, how come you're not, not fucking full, full body tattoos, like you know, <laughs> neck through feet in tattoos, but that would explain why. <laughs> yeah. So I sent, I sent a picture to the, uh, oh, yeah, let's to our chat let's here. Is it Wolf and Cub? Yeah, Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sick. Yeah, yeah. So the the slash. So f- for anyone who uh, can't see it, which is everyone in the world but Rafe, uh, <laughs> it's uh, Lone Wolf and Cub or uh, huh. Shogun Assassin, as it's called uh, here. Um, you, uh, it's it's a samurai. So it's, it's like the Mandalorian, basically. It's like yes. a, a samurai who adopts a, or has a child, not an adopted child. It's his child. Oh. And uh, they've got no one else in the world, and he takes his kid on all of his, like, assassin missions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, there's it's just a tattoo of Lone Wolf and Cub, and then, like, he's got his fucking sword out, and there's going to be, like, a red swoosh around the, the tattoo of Lone Wolf and yeah, Cub. Yeah, it's like the, the speed and stuff of the, of the sword and the, the shine of it making a circle around the image, which is really cool. You should uh, yeah. get her to change out the baby to a pug. Oh, she would do it too. It's like exactly the same in every way, but but he's holding a pug instead. (laughs) He's holding (laughs) Teddy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
and then she's also going to do me a little like a uh, little carrot because oh, uh, yeah, both yeah. Of the, the pugs love carrots. Yeah, so. that's cute. While you're in there. That's very sweet. Yeah. Well, that's a good time. Yeah. I, want more I figure that's a little space filler where mm-hmm. I can just like mm-hmm. put it somewhere. Yeah. You know, wherever. Yeah. yeah. I want more tattoos, but it's hard to justify money on, on ink. Yeah. Mm. You could justify it on plastic and paint though. Mm, well, I mean, I haven't spent any money on all of the plastic and paint I have. I've been pretty fortunate that anything I have has been birthday presents and things like that. So, which is good. I haven't spent too much cash on it yet. And uh, we did I tell you? Well, we are. You know what? We'll save that for drop your shorts. I was about to go on and think. Tell me the next match. We've talked about Tiger yeah, Mask. I was going to say match next match two. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Uh, we're heaps good podcasters. We've it? lost it, guys. I'm sorry. This might might be the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I can almost guarantee that once like the shows start, like picking up again and we start heading to Wrestle Kingdom, we'll get jazzed again. It's just, it's a lot. G-Wandering is a fucking, it's it's hard to do. You know what I mean? Like, and G-1 is like a lot. It's a huge commitment as a fan, let alone doing podcasts about that on top of it. You know what I mean? It's like we go into it knowing that we're going to go through it is really what it we is. We might just have to like take a month off. I mean, we did. But like we yeah. might just have to take a month off every year after the G-1. Yeah, just like Fuck we- it, like. New Japan takes a year off, or it takes a month off after G1. Yeah, like, like we're like, we'll see you at the next event. Peace. And like, just, just be gone. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know how, dude, like, I don't know how weekly podcasters do it. I don't know how Joel and Damon do it. I don't know how the Stiff Boys do it. Like, I could not talk about New Japan. I could, I could. not in an entertaining way, mm-hmm. but I could do it. Like, I, I hats off to them. Mm. For like finding shit to talk about. It is impressive. It's why Joel and Damon are the absolute best. And they've been so consistent for so long, which is is really, really impressive. Um, And the Stiff Boys, like the fact that they can still delve into it at that level with enthusiasm is really, really impressive, which just shows that we're just so surface level and sparkle with our fandom, you know? To be I, fair, I like though, you and I add the sparkle. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, though, we both do other podcasts. You know what I mean. We do other things as well, so it is kind of natural um, that you know this thing would happen. Also, they're smart enough not to do an episode for every day of the G one. So that's that also smart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So next match, just three guys: Takamichi Noku, Doki, Doki. Mm-hmm. Jesus, it is. Did him dirty with that one. Yeah. Did him dirty. I'm sorry, man. Hit me with a pipe if you need to. Takamichi Noku, Doki, and the world champion Sonata versus Dick Togo, Yujiro Takahashi, and Evil. Sounds like a skip. (laughs) Yeah, okay. If you're trying to win me back to New Japan, not really just (laughs) fucking snagging me with that one. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get you with the next one either. Although maybe. Uh, So we've got the Gorillas of Destiny, Jado, Hikileo, Tongaloa, Tamatonga, and El Fantasmo mm-hmm. versus Ghetto, Gabe Kid, Alex Coglin, Chase Owens, and David Finley. One of these things is not like the other. Um, <laughs> Chase Owens, as part of the War Dog, or the the War Dogs, doesn't really do it for me. I gotta, I gotta admit. Does he wear War Dogs merch and claim to be a dog? 
Like, no, 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 no. I, I, is he like, hello, this. fellow kids? He's also a Steve Buscemi he's type also- situation. <laughs> He's a two-headed monster with yeah. uh, with tiger mask. Tiger mask and um, Chase Olive. No, I no, don't. Still- I don't think he should be. I realize they've got to make up numbers and stuff, but shoehorning Chase in there isn't it? It's not it, sir. No, they could they could take out Chase Owens and take out Jono if they really wanted to. Like that's, that would that's be the better choice. But you know what it is, and it's what New Japan does all the time. They're loyal to their guys. They're a touring yeah. product. They want to get people paydays and they'll put people on stuff, sometimes to the detriment of their own product. But I do respect that about it. And it's why I do, like, love when they, you know, trot out the dads and stuff. I'm like, ha, they put Tenzan on. Good on them. You know, like, it's it just is what it is. But I feel like in a faction that you're trying to make a hot new faction and trying to make stuff going, it can be a bit of a hindrance, especially the new fans who are like, who's this fucking dude? Like, that sort of vibe. I remember when I first started getting into New Japan and I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, like fucking Bullet Club, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, fuck yeah, bro. And then I remember a moldy man and they're walking to the ring, all their music's going and you're like, yeah, fucking blah, blah, blah. And then just along comes trotting behind them this guy in like red pants and a T-shirt and I'm like, who's this now? And that's literally the first time I saw Chase Owens. Just at like the back of the pack of all these cool wrestlers I wanted to see wrestle. And he's just like a number, right? And they're just like, Chase Owens. And I'm like, who? Like, it took me so long to even know who he was. They're like, the crown jewel. And you're like, oh shit, this guy must be good. No, I don't even think they were calling him the crown jewel yet. Like, like he was just a Chase Owens. Pointed a finger gun at the camera and I was like, who is he? Like, that's how it was. Get out of my life. Yeah. Anyway, just um, get out of it. Just get out of it. Go to jail. Yeah. No, well, mm. um, <laughs> like, here it is, though. We get to see, like, El Fantasmo, Hikaleo, who is better, mm-hmm. Tamatanga, mm-hmm. and, like, Alex Coglin, the leader of Bullet Club, Gabe Kidd, David Finley is going <laughs> to be there. Like, I mean, it could be good, right? I mean, just because Jado and like Tongaloa and and Chase Owens are in the match, and Chase Owens is not a bad wrestler. Chase Owens, is yeah, a good wrestler. it'll be a fine multi man tag. Like, yeah. I, I I would watch this one. Like, if I'm skipping the first couple of matches in the uh, uh, of the pay per view, this would not be one that I'd skip. I would, I wouldn't. I would, I would the start first here. Yeah, I'd probably watch that. I'd probably. I mean, I won't skip anything if I'm watching it. I don't really do that, but. But yeah, I'm skipping the second one. Yeah. <laughs> well, at the very least, I'm not paying attention to the second one. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you can go like make dinner. Or something. Yeah, I'm on TikTok while it's happening. That's fair. Third, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, fourth match, Yo and Leo Rush, uh, Leo mm-hmm. versus Hiromu Takahashi and Bushi. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Here we go. How about this? This this might whet your whistle. Mm-hmm. Tomohiro Ishii mm-hmm. and Kazuchika Okada okay. versus Zack Saber Jr. and Bad Dude Tito. Oh, okay. There, there we go. I mean, I've, I've skipped big the first teats. six matches, and now I'm I'm actually invested. That's cool. Yeah, big teats. I said BDT. Bad, bad, bad Dude Tito, and I saw your I saw your fucking eyes light up a little bit. I, I saw was, the I saw the sparkle. I was like, finally, a good fucking meal. 
<laughs> some delicious fucking food. Fucking food. <laughs> I fucked up the meme, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know exactly where you're going. I knew. Yeah. The, I know that meme. I yeah, recognize yeah, exactly. that. Exactly. That's me. Yeah. Uh, then we get a KOPW match between the current holder Tai Chi mm-hmm. and Show. I like that. I like that. That's cool. That's cool. I I'm love not show. sure what the stipulations are just yet. I'm sure I could check it, but I think the stipulations were like Tai Chi can't use Black Black Mephisto, and uh, if he gets, it was it was a lot of stuff where like Show was like, I need a whole bunch of handicaps here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. It's really like show show heavy, like for the yeah. perks, like. Like Tai Chi's got a hand behind his back is the point. I think Tai Chi's Tai Chi's uh, uh, stipulation was that he wanted a member of the House of Torture to be handcuffed to a member of just five guys. <laughs> so for every for every member of the House of Torture out there, there was a there was a guy. There was <laughs> there was just one guy with them. Just like uh, on chaperone duty. Yeah, exactly. So like that, literally handcuffed through them, which I think would have been hilarious. That's actually really great. Yeah. Oh, new champ. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> you think so? Put it on. Uh, no, I mean, probably unlikely, but I would. I would actually love it if it was some full shenanigans and like show became bullshit champ. I, I think that'd be good for me. Yeah, I think like there's so many things where like uh, if if Tai Chi does this, he's disqualified, and if he's disqualified, he loses the belt. Yeah. So maybe they maybe the they're situation. setting it up to happen, and and protecting. They definitely could be. I think that could be cool. The, to be and honest, they get- again haven't been watching. They really haven't capitalized on Tai Chi's run with this belt. I mean, it, admittedly, he went into G one and stuff, but you could be doing like straight into him headlining stuff and doing things. Get us to Gungajima Island. Like, what's going on? Like, Gungajima Island, let's fucking go. But nobody's going to do it because they don't like a good time. Ganryu, Ganryu Taichi Island. Mm. Um, that's that, that's exactly what I was going to say. But, like, I mean, you say, like, oh, he went into the G1 with it, but, like, he comes out and he's feuding with Sho. He's not even feuding with someone from the G1. Yeah, which is they could, have, mean, the, could have used the their match in the fucking thing you know you could have had him maybe takes a loss in the g1 like and then in the semis comes back around to that same person again then gets beat again and then he's got like somebody to overcome or something like that but it's somebody completely outside of inside of the g1 well i think the the plan was always just five guys versus the house of torture yeah that sounds like a great idea doesn't it Heavy sarcasm. Mm. <laughs> they're, heavy like, sarcasm. <laughs> they're like, they're like. I had to claw my way out from under that sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's make. Let's. We're trying to get just, just five guys over. Let's put them in the most electrifying feud we can possibly imagine. I mean, it it, it is because the fucking everyone hates the House of Torture. You know, this is true. Everyone hates the House of Torture. This is true. They do, and I can't imagine everyone's not foaming at the mouth for Sonata versus Evil for the world title. You look like I physically injured. Did I just do emotional damage to you? When I said you, you know how I already felt about the, the fucking G1. I was like, I'm already, this is my flattest 
fucking ending to the entire tournament. And I'm like, and now this. <laughs> you know, you know, that was my, you know, best case, worst case. The only way it was it was a good case scenario with Sonata versus Evil was if we if we joined forces. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, to make the House of Guys. House of Guys, man. <laughs> Still very amusing to me. <laughs> uh, right. Next up, I need to pull it together. Here's one. All right, you're gonna get in. You're gonna get in on this one. Mm-hmm. Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto versus Shane Haste and Mikey Nichols. Let's go, Mighty Don. Yeah. Okay, is Go this ahead. for some kind of title? Uh, it is indeed. Okay, for the title. Let's go. All right, I'm interested. I'm also, you know, what I'm not interested in the fact that Dude Wears My Ring have booked their next show for October. Mikey Nichols is on the show. Second time Mikey Nichols has been on our shows, and I'm yet again away. I didn't appreciate that at all. Oh. They could have at least texted me and booked it around me. Rude. But, uh, but yeah, so I'll be also calling that in post. Again, not in the building for his match. You've got you've to, gotta, like, you've got to whip these motherfuckers into shape. Dude. I know. I know. Don't I was, they know that you are the voice of they, Dude Where's My Ring? They don't give a fuck about me. I'll tell you that, right? <laughs> My voice means very little. Um, but, but yeah, I was like, come on, guys. They're like, you need to stop traveling because, like, they have booked – we've got four shows on the docket so far coming up, and I'm away for three of them. Oh, jeez. But they're only two weekends, and they're the only times I'm, I have booked to travel again until the end of time. Is October, I'm going to Melbourne to see – uh, Japanese bad and rad wimps and volumes from America. I mean, I just get away and doing a couple of bands on the weekend. That's when they're doing the Mikey Nichols show. And it's an emo show. I've grown all this hair. I could have had the fucking sickest fringe. Like, tonight will be the night that I will fall for. That would be me. That would have been so fucking cool. And then, and then the next time I'm going to Japan. And WWE have announced they're doing Elimination Chamber here in Perth. Could cycle to it from my house. But, of course, there's uh, 51 other weekends in uh, in the year, and it's the <laughs> weekend that I fly to Sydney and then fly to Japan. So, Oh, and you were you were thinking of getting – those guys were thinking of getting some of those satellite shows like uh, around – like all in. They're, they're doing two shows that weekend. They're doing like uh, a night show and a matinee show before the, the Elimination Chamber, and I won't be here for them. So, yeah. I'm what, gutted. When, when is that? Is that is that next spring? That's February twenty third and twenty fourth. February twenty third, twenty fourth. Okay. So I'm gutted about it, but they're going to be awesome shows. So, and I'm still really excited to like call them and stuff. It's still fun to do it. You're going to be, you're going to be in Japan for the New Japan Cup announcements. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we fly and land like we we fly into Japan on the twenty fifth of February. Yeah. When do you leave? The 25th of February. We, there was a sick flight. It's no, nine no, when, hours. When When do you leave Japan? Oh, uh, like the – like we're there for like two weeks or something. So like around the 12th or 13th of February. Oh, buddy, you might be able to go to a New Japan, uh, New Japan Cup show. Yeah, we might be able to go New to – New Japan Cup date live on fucking – live on location. Live on location. man on the street, Rafe Houston. To be honest, from everything we've planned, we have left the first free because that's historically when they run the first day of New Japan Cup. So if that if everything works out, there might be a chance we can hit the, like the very first New Japan Cup show 
but we'll oh, just yeah, go. We'll just, they book them like they don't announce it for so long yet. You know what I mean? So we've just kind of got to leave this vague blob in our itinerary to see if it can fit. You're going to end up seeing like Hanma versus Jado or something like Fuck that. Yeah. First Let's round. go. Let's go. You know, Let's no, I love Hanma. So, uh, so in the end, uh-huh. after our huge breakdown, we definitely think 100th tag team champions. Shane Haston, Mikey Nichols. That would right? be this, sick. This, that would be so good. It, it, are they? Is that actually the number? Or would they be the hundred? Yeah, the 99th is uh, Yoshihashi and Goto. Oh, 100th for TMDK. Let's go. That's sick. What a yeah. what a pat on the like back. They can release shirts with like TMDK, you know, 100 or something like that on it. That'd be yeah. cool. Absolutely. I'm here for it. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Yeah, he's wearing the TMDK shirt right now. TMDK shirt on because I'm a fucking mark. All right, let's go. Um, so eighth match, special singles match, Shingo Takagi and the Great Okan. I am. I'm. I'm interested in that. I feel like this is a bit of a make or break for Okan. For me, you think so? I feel like he's, and it was on purpose. But his sort of story in the in the G1 was that he wasn't getting it done, you know, uh, and he, he had kind of lost some of his mojo. So I think here we're either going to see him, you know, make some either step right up or have to use some dire means. Yeah, I think something, something's going to happen. Like he was trying to recruit uh, Shingo to the Empire and things like that, mm-hmm. uh, and now Shingo has – completely rebuked him mm. he's gone on this like kind of jerry lawler bret hart kiss my foot thing going on so um we'll see what what happens there i, I thought maybe they might have a stipulation to that match it doesn't look like they've added one yet so uh ninth match 30 minutes limit special singles match katsuya naito versus jeff cobb for the briefcase mm-hmm. And this is officially for the briefcase. They have come out and announced it because you know last year when uh, Okada was like, "No, no, can't be fucked with it. Fuck yourself. Not gonna do with it." Yeah, I've already thrown it in the bin. There is no briefcase. Yeah, Chad, Dad, fucking Okada. No, thank you. Uh, Naito and Jeff Cobb both agreed it is for the briefcase, and then uh, Home Office was like, "Yeah, sure, fuck it, okay." Yeah, they needed to bring that back. I, I felt like that is really something that's missed when they don't do it. Like I feel absolutely, yeah. I feel like you have to defend your right to challenge. So I don't think Jeff Cobb is going to win. Unfortunate for Jeff, but a bit more steam for Nido and with some stakes is fun. Oh man, you know what though? You know what though? Wouldn't it be the most Naito thing in the fucking world to lose the fucking? Like I'm surprised that Kota Ibushi was the first person to lose the briefcase. Yeah, because. It would be the most Naito thing in the world to lose the fucking briefcase. I mean, and like just watch the it. Naito fans fucking deflate. Yeah, exactly. And like have him lose it and then fucking him and Cobb go on a bit of a rivalry and then he ends up winning it back before Wrestle Kingdom. Why the fuck yeah. not? Like just do something, okay? Just do anything. That'd be great. And that would that would put so much respect on fucking Cobb too, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Cobb would look like fucking king shit. They're like, oh shit, they're pushing the shit out of this guy. Yeah, exactly. And you don't even need to go through with it, but the ramifications of what it means, like he's the right to challenge for Wrestle Kingdom, ends up losing it. But for a time there, he's considered like the fucking 
the dude. That'd be yeah. really. And cool. then and then like every fucking multi man is is like you're on fucking you're glued to the TV because you're looking for Naito to try and pin Jeff Cobb in every fucking multi man they do for the next three months. Yeah, yeah. Slash, you know, you're a marked man in general when you're you're carrying that. So everybody would be trying to get him. You know, it'd be cool. Oh yeah, it'd be hot. Like the, it. the, there's absolutely fucking, no yeah. way they're going to do it, but it would be so good. It would be fucking great. So, wait, why uh, don't why don't motherfuckers fuck with this shit? Create it, it's predetermined. You can create these stakes and then just make them go away as easy as anything. But they're just like, nah, just don't worry about it. Can't be fucked, mate. Can't be fucked. Mate. Can't be. <laughs> I can't be fucked, mate. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. Yeah. No, nah, I can't be fucked. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my life. That was I'll a terrible fucking accent. It, it was, but you. I I appreciate I you giving it, mate. Can't be fucked. Uh, let's go. I asked Sabari. The, he said he couldn't be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the main event. Main event. Mm. I can't even and imagine. The for the record, I can't even imagine what this main event could be. Like I have no scope or understanding of what's happening in New Japan right now. Are you ready? Yeah. Look at the eyebrow. Mm. It's the eyebrow. it's popping. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Tenth match. 60-minute time limit, IWGP USUK Heavyweight Championship, the uh, US-UK Heavyweight Championship, Yoda Suji versus Will Ospreay. Let's go. That's fucking great. Okay. That's, <laughs> you got me. That I'm very interested in that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's it's kind of um, it's a little bit telegraphed. Mm-hmm. Since we know in two weeks it's going to be Will versus Zaku. At uh, Royal Quest. Mm, see, but, I didn't know that. You fucked it for me. I was excited. Because oh, I, <laughs> I was Did like, I tell you about it? Nah, I don't know. Uh, so I was like, <laughs> maybe we was going to fucking <laughs> leave and maybe Suji could. New Japan, I'm not paying attention to my fucking code. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis texts me a lot of shit. I ignored 95% of it. Um, I do. <laughs> no, no, no. It just, I, yeah. I absolutely pay attention to everything you said me. I just don't. <laughs> I just haven't been registering. I love, I love you too, girl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love you, girl. Um, I love you, girl. I was thinking for a second, that is a bit telegraphed, because I was thinking for a second, I'm like, maybe they just fucking put it on search because maybe Osprey's out the door. But maybe Osprey isn't out the door. That in itself is interesting. You know? Yeah, I think um, the idea is that, the, so the rumor, rumor around the campfire is, Royal Quest in two weeks, we might see the rebirth of the white belt. Of the Intercontinental. That's right. Because now it's not only, not only is it the U.S. belt, it's the U.S., U.K., like they've got it listed as U.S., U.K. heavyweight championship. So, because it is a belt that is Intercontinental, and we've had Gideon Gray on on Twitter, mm-hmm. and we will always call it Twitter, go fuck yourself, Elon, We've had Gideon Gray on Twitter specifically atting Obari uh, saying like, hey, didn't we used to have a belt that was an intercontinental belt? I swear we did. And uh, Obari is like, yeah, talk to me at Royal Quest or something like that. So like oh. the the idea, the idea that it would be Will Ospreay versus Zack Sabre Jr. at Royal Quest for the rebirth of the white belt. Mm. That's pretty tasty. Mm. It is pretty tasty. That to me telegraphs will not losing it 
in a sense. In this match, yeah, specifically. Yeah. Well, in the Zack match, because Zack's still got his TV title. And, you know, if you That's want... Why I, I kind of thought Zack was going to lose the uh, the TV title to Oleg Bolton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Bolton got injured, so they replaced him with Oiwa. And I, I was like, I don't know. I don't think they'll put it on Oiwa. But yeah, uh, but yeah I, I could see if, if New Japan were rolling out the red carpet to be like, we want Osprey to stay. We're going to give him everything he wants. We're going to give him whatever money he wants. We need to make sure we don't lose this franchise player. And they're like... Cool, we'll make you the number two. We'll make sure there's no confusion as to which belt is the number two belt. We'll bring back the IC belt. Like, and it'll be you and you're like, boop, 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 you know. And it'll happen in the UK. Like, you know, it's like yeah. just anything you Pop want. Box arena. Like, what, what do you want? What do you want, Will? Yeah. Book your dream scenario for you. Short of, like, we can't put the world belt on you right now because we're doing this. What else would you want? This, 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 this. It's like, cool, done. Have you accepted that he's leaving us? No. No? No. I have. You have? I've I have. I uh, see I I I like to take a pessimistic view mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. That way when when something goes my way, I can feel good about it. Mm. Like I was convinced for years that we would never get a Deadpool movie. I was like I I've been told we're getting a Deadpool movie since like 2008. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna believe that we've got a Deadpool movie until I'm in the fucking theater watching Deadpool. And then when it was the casting was announced and it was Ryan Reynolds, you're like, wow, they've really fucked it. There's no way we're getting a good Deadpool movie. Was what you were no, thinking? No, I thought he would be great. I mean, for like, well, did you Wolverine watch Green Origins Lantern? Aside, Wolverine Origins aside, and Green Lantern aside, <laughs> I said, he's fucking fantastic. He's great. As he's, he would be great for Deadpool. And then and then it was still eight years after that before we actually got the Deadpool movie. And so I was just like, no, it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Wolverine Origins fucked it. Wolverine Origins fucked the dog, and now we will never get a Deadpool movie. Yeah. That when he had that mouth, the taped up mouth situation and the arm, I don't know, it was bad. A, a, a character specifically known for being a smartass and you make it so he can't talk? Dude, like, it's, L2 comic books, nub. It's like, so... It's so movies to do that. <laughs> I hate I hate Fox so much. Yeah. Um, the though, when we did get a Deadpool movie, mm-hmm. it was good. It was mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, get Deadpool two was even better. I think. Yeah, personally. Mm-hmm. So and, and so when I think of like things that I know we're not getting, I know that we're not gonna get. Will Ospreay staying in Japan? People don't stay with New Japan. Mm-hmm. New Japan makes them. Western companies take them. Yeah, you know that's this what that's fair. what the stiffies say. This is fair. Mm-hmm. So, I I just know I just know it's like it's like we'll never get a good uh, we'll never get a Deadpool movie. Mm. But you did. <laughs> that's, that's the point. That's the yeah. point. It's it's hard to say. It really is. It it could go either way, I, but I don't know. I feel like he. I feel like he's staying. I don't know. I've got it. Got it in my I hope guts. you're right. If he does, right. he will probably, you know, be my favorite wrestler, and I'll respect the hell out of it. If he goes, I'll understand why, but I'll have lost interest in him. I think. Yeah, when he when he like 
that all in weekend, he would talk about how much like he appreciated what, you know, what everybody had given for him and what he had done for everybody else and how much he needed to secure his future. He kept saying like he was securing his future for his, for his lady and his, um, and his stepson and stuff like that. And I was just like, Oh fuck. Like that's what did it. Cause Mm. before that I was like, no, he's staying, he's staying, he's staying, he's staying. And then he kept talking about securing his future and shit. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. We're losing another one. All right, next yeah. man up. Okay, Oi, well, maybe, maybe you're, you're right. Where are you at? Well, maybe maybe it's all turning around to to build Zach and his double champ, and he's the new hope, which I have absolutely no problem with. So, yeah. I think I think uh, Zach. Here's what happens with Zach. Mm-hmm. All right, he wins this IC belt, mm-hmm. puts a fucking orange strap on that motherfucker. <laughs> orange strap. That's Hell disgusting. yes. <laughs> Gross. It would look so bad. Yeah. No. Um, but I mean, that's TMDK, isn't it? Mm. Also, Mikey Nichols got the fucking got the memo. <laughs> He's not wearing blue to the ring anymore. Oh, I know. I... Traditionally, like when they would team up back in the day, it was like Shane would wear orange and Mikey would wear blue. Mm-hmm. You know, and like that was their thing. But then it was just like, Mikey, Mikey, yeah. everybody's wearing orange. Well, I mean, the, their logo shirts used to be orange and blue, right? And they just phased out his color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's wearing orange, man. The, on on Wednesdays we wear orange. Let's yeah. go. Maybe gear makers in Perth take a little bit longer. I guess. I guess. Maybe, maybe he, he's been maybe waiting he the like, whole no, time. Fuck you. This is my color. I look good in blue. Man. He's like, I spent Fancy quite a lot on this Mad Mikey gear. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I want yeah. good on it. Um, the other thing that we can talk about. Here's one. Okay, so that's our that's our review of uh, construction in Kobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the other thing we can talk about is: uh, Did you hear that Yuya Uemura mm-hmm. was uh, kayfabe fired from Impact Wrestling? Really? Yeah. So that means he's like, probably coming back. I'd say. Come on home, King. Come on home. Come on home. Is he coming home today? Is he oh, debuting shit. at Destruction in Kobe? That'd be the shit. Oh man, actually, that'd be fucking awesome. Mm. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, is he? Who's he got beef with? Who's he got beef with? Kazuchika uh, Okada. Did you see how Okada young boyed him going out the fucking door? Yeah, actually, yeah, huge beef with Okada, but might also respect Okada. Is he got beef with Suge or anybody, or mainly just Okada? I think it's just Okada. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Okada. I mean, maybe he might he might have some Young Lion beef with Suge. Mm. He might have Young Lion beef with Shooter and fucking Ren, too. He'd be like, y'all are fucking musketeers. That's cool. I'll be fucking the Cardinal here. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll be your fucking downfall. Yeah. I don't I don't hate that. That's exciting to me. I, I'm looking forward to him coming home and seeing what, okay. what he has. So that's very exciting. So. Are there any matches that you're like, what's the match you're most looking forward to in this uh, destruction in Kobe today? Osprey and Suji, for sure. That yeah. That's great. That's a that's a killer one. And I I mean, we've seen Cobb and Naito a million times, but I am excited to see the return of a briefcase and also love the idea of an upset. Not going to happen, but I would love it. We've talked ourselves into it. Um, how about this? Here, let's do a quick run through of what the uh, the card is for October 9th's destruction in Ryugoku. Mm-hmm. 
this will be really quick, but there there are some better matches on this one. Okay. Uh, never open weight six man tag team championship: Tomohiro Ishii, Tanahashi, and Kazuchika Okada versus. Check this out: Chris Sabin, Alex Shelley, and Josh Alexander. Oh yes, that's great. That's cool. Josh Alexander, Motor finally. City Machine Guns and Josh Alexander. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, best of seven series finale. So it's uh, Yuji Nagata and Minoru Suzuki are having best of seven match, uh, best of seven match series. Mm-hmm. So this is Master Wado, Shota Umino, and Yuji Nagata versus Despi, Ren Narita, and Minoru Suzuki. Okay. Okay. Um, here's one. You're going to love this. I can't wait to get your honest reaction to this one. 30 minutes time limit special singles match. Chase Owens versus Tongaloa. You're obviously like you're joking, right? You're just you're just your, trying to get a rise out God of me. Reaction. You're just I trying to get a rise out of me. I'm not gonna fall to the bait. That's not really what's on the on the thing. Oh, he's wait, he's showing me that. Are you fucking kidding me? There it is. This is a match that they're putting on on an actual human event in the year of our Lord 2023. This is the end of fucking days. Soak it in, buddy. Gabriel's sounding the trumpet right there, man. Like, that's just booking malpractice at this point. Why the fuck would you do that? (laughs) Promotional malpractice. Why? No. Like, why do you want to sit an audience through that? Like, are you like, you know what? Fuck our audience. Hope you enjoyed spending that money, but fuck you. What do we say? What do we say, Rafe? Go to fuck to jail. I'm so fucked. Like, I, I just can't even put the mass together in my head that even if I'm lazy as fuck and I'm putting together a show, why I think that could ever be interesting or good. Like, give me an answer. Like, yeah, we, uh, there's really no reason for it. There's no reason ever to have Chase no. versus Tongaloa. No, that's so fucking bad. I almost won't watch the show just so they fucking get less views for even thinking about putting that on. The entire show boycott. It's so terrible. What are you trying to find here? What are you up this to? This behavior. This behavior. You go to jail. <sighs> right away. No trial, no, no nothing. Journalists, we have a special jail for journalists. You're stealing, right to jail. You're playing music too loud, right to jail, right away. You're driving too fast, jail. Slow, jail. You're charging too high prices for uh, sweaters, glasses. You right to jail. You undercook fish, believe it or not, jail. You overcook chicken, also jail. Undercook, overcook. You make <laughs> go to jail. You book Tagaloa and Chase Owens, go to jail. Tagaloa and Chase Owens, go to jail. I have a headache. Like, that just gave me a headache. <laughs> like, my temple is bad. I'm so angry that that exists in the world. 30 minutes time limit. How long do you 30 think 30 minutes. Go? Let's just run out the clock. We'll make it a fucking 60 minute Iron Man match. Fuck us. <laughs> like, who cares? 
I'm cancelling my subscription. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Okay, listener at home. Rafe is currently sitting with his head in his hands, staring into the middle distance. I I see a bird of a, a, a bead of sweat dripping down his his brow right now. He's got he's got the look of a man who's just like watched his his baby die. If like, if I if I was in Japan, I would go to the show and punch out the booker. Like <laughs> Bring me ghetto. Yeah. Like, no, no, like, seriously, like, I get fucking mad, like, when people don't try in wrestling. And I just gave them a pass earlier when we were talking about I go, you know what I like about New Japan? I like that they'll just fucking, you know, they're a touring company. They'll give one for the boys. They'll give them a payday. That's fine. Putting them in a fucking multi-man with 10 other dudes and they just kind of get trot out with the intro and they stand on the apron for a bit, come in for a dalliance, that's fine. Giving them a singles match? Giving them a singles match. You've just had G1. You've fucking served up nothing but absolute fucking shit. Like everybody knows it's the down period. You've got a couple of pay-per-views that you're going to do, the destruction series of pay-per-views, and you're going to waste 30 minutes, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes, two minutes on a singles match between these two gentlemen. It's just fucking unacceptable. Like I'm just (laughs) – it's promotional malpractice. Like – like, it was Gato like, I can't be fucked today. Who's around? Who's in the back on that day? Oh, yeah, just do that. It shows a level of lack of care that I just can't accept. Just can't accept it. Oh, Was they going to have I... a storyline between these two? Best of seven series? Fuck us. <laughs> Fuck us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get fucked. Is that, is that show? Show's over? <laughs> that show's over. Fuck it, hell. I'm so mad. Tell me more matches on this show that I can either be pissed off about or bring me back because I fucking don't want to hear about it. Uh, Kevin Knight and Kushida versus uh, the War Dogs for, for the titles, for the Junior Heavyweight titles. Okay. That's, that's fine. Uh <laughs> Strong open weight tag championships with Gabe Kidd and Alex Coughlin, the War Dogs versus Phantasmo and Hikuleo. I mean, ALP's in the match, so and the War Dogs are in the match, so that's fine. Yep. Uh-huh. This one. David Finley versus Tamatanga for the Never. What, for the 15,000th time? I'll get you back. Why, why you don't back they here. put fucking Tunga lower in that match instead? Fuck. Because <laughs> he can't fucking move, man. Exactly. He so why is he wrestling anything. fucking Chase Owens earlier in the night? <laughs> I wonder if Chase Owens, like, does the thing to Tama, uh, Tonga Loa like he did to Hikaleo in the G1 and just young boys him. And just he's like, you get no offense. <laughs> this is my night. I'd be more interested in that, to be fair. <laughs> How about this? How about this? I'll get you back here. Check this out. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match. Three-way. Okay. Romu Takahashi, Leo Rush, and Speedball Mike Bailey. It's fine. <laughs> That's awesome. Get out of here. Get the it's fuck fine. out of here. What's Desperado doing? 
Uh, he's in the match with. Uh, oh, he's in that multi man. Strong style. Yeah, best okay. of seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then your seventh world heavyweight championship, Sonata versus. Versus evil, evil. isn't it? I'm not watching this yeah. show. I'm not watching it. I don't care. <laughs> it's done. Was the was the TMDK tag match on this or was that on the Kobe one? It was on the previous one. That's it's on the, the one front. today. I'll watch that. I'm not watching that other one. That's absolute fucking trash. That's, I'm insulted that it even fucking exists. I'm so angry. <laughs> I came onto this hoping you would bring me back. <laughs> All you've done is led to me cancelling my New Japan subscription. <laughs> I didn't do that. You did. No, they did it. They fucking did it. They did. They did it, and they know they did it. They That's fucking That's know really what they did, and they chose to do it. Is there another destruction show? Don't they normally do them in that threes? That's the final. That's the final destruction show. Oh, has there been another after one? that? After that's Royal Quest. There's there's other like Road Two shows. Yeah. Okay. But all right. Do we have yeah, a lineup for Royal Quest yet? Uh, no, I think there's only the one match, okay. uh, and that's if Will defends the title successfully today. Okay, which he will. So we get no chance. We're going to see Suge versus <laughs> Suge versus Zach for for that title. Actually, I would like to see that really badly. Mm. I bet that'd be real fucking good. That would be cool. They're just like out of the company, Osprey. See ya. <laughs> yeah, I mean. If it happens, if he drops the belt, then yeah, we know, mm. you know. <clears throat> it's not just happening, it's happening fast. <laughs> they'd wait for him to drop the belt at fucking Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, they've got him contracted through like January 7th or whatever. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, well, that's New Japan Pro Wrestling for you. There we go. It's a, it could be a ride. <laughs> that's one way to put it. <laughs> That's one way to put it, man. Yeah. Oh, well, I've enjoyed so, bringing Okada shorts to you guys over the last couple of years. It's been uh, <laughs> it's been good. Thanks for listening. Curtis will have a new co-host uh, in a fortnight, I guess. You and Kieran did a real good episode. Maybe he could come on full time and, and just set me free. <laughs> set me the fuck free. <laughs> I'm done. I can't believe this shit. I can't believe it. I'm just so yeah, hurt. They, I'm emotionally hurt. I feel they like you. they've fucking they, they did fucking mystic damage to your soul. Yeah. They know they knew what they were playing with. You know what I mean? They know people are, <laughs> are real and they know people have done it hard. They've given you a lot of time. They you know, we've dedicated ourselves to watching this huge tournament. They really needed to put an effort into bringing it back, and they were like, nah, fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> Eat this shit. We'll see you in the dome. Peace. Oh, Have this shit no. sandwich. Thanks Thanks for your fucking $10, $10 a month. Yeah, thanks for the nine ninety nine yen. Fuck off. That's, that's what Gato said. We're going we're gonna to really reach out. Is that a helming mask uh, water bottle? It's a water bottle with a helming mask sticker on it, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so they said specifically, fuck. No Ray one's Fusen. no one's gonna no one's gonna fucking watch this until Wrestle Kingdom time. 
Dude, oh, and you know what comes after October? Oh, God, it's World Tag League. World Tag League. Oh, well, maybe fucking Tungaloa and Chase Owens will fucking strike up a friendship and we can get a get the best tag team in the world as they fucking tag together and ruin every match I could ever see for the rest of my life. The the Crown Gorillas. <laughs> the Crown Gorillas. Oh, man. I'm going to turn from this screen right now. I'm going to take off my headphones and I'm going to run full ball towards that curtain, smash through the window and plummet to my fucking death 11 stories to the streets of Perth. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh, my God. I'm Here, done. death in the 6,000s. Rafusted. It's an expensive um, death. Oh, man. So, I, you know, one, one bit of... Um, one bit of cool news. Our friend Jack Bonza, friend of the show Jack Bonza, mm-hmm. will be at World Tag League. Mm-hmm. Is he with, really? Uh, with, yeah. The rumor is he and Fale. Really? Yeah. Rogami. Yeah. Friend of the show, host of the show, Jack Bonza. Yeah. Third, that, third host of the show. Fourth yeah. host of the show. There you go. Well, I'm excited for him if that is the case. That's actually very interesting to me. So that could be good. Did you did you get to read any of the stuff about the Fale Dojo that's going on right now? I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did. That was that's unfortunate to read. It's disheartening stuff. Yeah. It is disheartening stuff. I mean I don't I don't think that it's our place to comment on it. We comment on the wrestling yeah. aspect. I mean and, there uh, are other news sources that can break stories and things like that. Sure. It's just it's very disheartening to read. Yeah, it is. It is. And I wonder, you know, you got to wonder because, you know, the New Japan Dojo itself, the Nage Dojo, like, is known for being one of the hardest training systems in the world. You know what I mean? We know people who have been there, you know, who have told us how hard it is. And I wonder whether, I wonder how much of it is those methods not translating well to a Western setting, and I don't mean even by, like, the trainees receiving it. I mean even how they're delivered, you know what I mean, by maybe people who haven't been there and then they're doing it third-hand, you know, if Fale isn't there and, you know, all these kind of things. It's just maybe it can't work, you know. Maybe maybe it can only work in its traditional setting. Like, And I've I've thought about reaching out to people about it, and then I, I kind of just said, like, I don't know if that's my place. No, we, we're not journalists. I, I don't think I could do it justice at all. You people know. have got opinions. I, th- I think there's people that are very happy with what they've gotten out of it and then there's other people that aren't, you know, and they're entitled to that opinion as well, you know. We, we know we sat here with Michael Richards and he was like, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, but he was in a good place with it as well. You know, yeah. at the end, you know, he's like happy at what's coming and stuff. And I think it's, it's, you know, I don't, I'm not defending or anything like that. I don't know. I know nothing about it, you know. But yeah. one thing that one statement was made was like, it's not a way into New Japan. Like, it's not a surefire way to like make you a star. You know, they haven't produced any stars yet. And I would say, to that, 
that New Japan takes a long time to produce stars. Their current yep. champion was with the company for seven years before that happened. Hanare has been with them for seven plus years and he's only just getting a semblance of a push now. You don't with that company you have to earn it. And that's probably and that's probably two twice fold for Farley Dojo students because they haven't come through the Nage Dojo. So they've got to they've still got to earn their respect there, you know, before they, they can even go. So I don't I think anybody that goes there and thinks it's like a shortcut into the big time or a shortcut to Japan is incorrect. I think what Farley is trying to do is he's trying to bring that you know, hard world-class training to New Zealand. Whether whether he's succeeding in that, I have no idea. I'm not I'm not in that system. You know what I mean? I couldn't last one day in there even if they were taking it easy, you know. So I, I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about living conditions. I don't know any of that stuff. Some of the things I read were horrible and didn't sound good at all and then, this, uh, you know, sat here with people talking about it and they're like, it's really hard, but I got a lot out of it. So, you know, it's a, not our place to judge, but I do I do just hope that people don't put themselves in situations they're, they're not comfortable with because they hope that it's just going to be a shortcut to something, that that's a carrot that's being dangled over them because I think New Japan's track record is that's not the case. You know what I mean? You're going to earn every single thing that you can to be there. And that's a long road, man. It's a long fucking road, you know. So I think maybe some people thought, oh, I'll get in there and then I'll be booked on the New Japan shows and that'll all be fine. But I don't know if that's happening, you know. As far as money and shit goes, or like general respect and, and things like that, that's like any business. You need to take care of your money and you need to make sure you're not being fucked, you know. Wrestling is a carny fucking place, and I hope that's not happening there. You know, but yeah, yeah, definitely. It's hope that it's not happening. Hope that hope that things are there's a middle ground somewhere because it's really yeah. disheartening when you find out that like wrestlers are not good people, but like <laughs> wrestling employs so many people. Mm. And most of the people you meet are sacks of shit. So there's bound to be a ton of sack of shit wrestlers out there. Yeah. And like you said, it's a, it's a carny place. That's a way better way to say it. So it is. They're hustlers, man. They have to be. And it's a it's a it's a solo sport, and it's a self interested thing, you know. And since I, in in a lot of ways, since I've been doing interviews with wrestlers, it's been very very enlightening. And in some ways it's introduced me to some of my best friends and it's led to me doing things in wrestling and being involved in things and knowing things that I'm really grateful to know and be a part of. And I also know things that I want nothing to fucking do with. You know what I mean? I hold secrets for people that I'll never say to anybody else, but it, you learn disappointing things about people, you know, and yeah. that, and that it's the truth of it. And that's in any business, but, but wrestling especially. And yeah. it, it cutthroat, man. When I when I have these times, like on this episode, when I'm like pretty fucking burnt out on wrestling, it's not just New Japan. You know what I mean? Like things let you down, people let you down, scenarios and fans and and all these things. And sometimes you're just like, yo, I 
fucking I don't need to know any of this or want to know any of this. You know, I just want to watch wrestling. And so you're kind of faced sometimes with that journey, like, do I want to keep moving like behind the matrix or do I want to be free of it? Like is where where you sort of get to sometimes. So that was a fun episode. <laughs> Fuck, we ended up on a dark tangent there. I don't know if we're ending on the fucking <laughs> I'm very sorry. You can tell where I where I am. I'm fucking going through it, eh? <laughs> Um, I thought I was the one who spent the entire day in fucking existential crisis. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I've seen it. But yeah, I'm going to go back to bed is what I'm going to do. Um, don't blame you. I am. But, oh, look at this. Fucking 2 a.m. Let me talk about hope for a second real quick. So obviously I, I briefly mentioned Dude Where's My Ring and this small little company that I do stuff with. They're, they're really special people and they give me a lot of hope for wrestling. Just a little message to our group and it's just from Michelle who runs it, who came up with it and said, just thought I'd check in, guys, how are we all doing? That she does that shit all the time. You know what I mean? She's a really caring person and she cares about our team and she's always checking in on people and seeing how we are and keeping everybody's vibes up and stuff like that. She's a great person and those are the kind of people that I've met throughout doing this that give me a lot of hope for wrestling and make me really enjoy it, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. Shout out to friend of the podcast, Michelle. What yeah. up, Michelle? Michelle K. Hasler. Check out Dude, Where's My Ring on YouTube and you'll see her great, great work. Yeah. Yeah. That's rad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's rad. I'm sorry, Curtis. <laughs> no, hey. Hey. Here, I put here, a lot on you today. I, I started by going, I need your help today. <laughs> Hey man, I, I think you did. A, I think you did a great job. I would have admitted the Tongaloa Chase Owens match. I wouldn't have told me about that. I was already balancing on the edge, and you know that sent me. But I also know that amused you greatly, and you knew that like that what was, was about to happen. You're like, I'm just gonna fucking uh, light this fucking fuse real quick and see what happens. Well, I, 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 yeah, I just wanted to fucking, I just wanted to hang that meatball over the plate and see if you took a took a whack at it and you fucking knocked it out of the park, buddy. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, let's go through, you know, while he's talking, I'm going to go through the Ryu Goku track listing here. Oh, fuck. Let's play this fucking disco banger and see what happens. You're like, I might end the podcast with this fucking, <laughs> this fucking grenade right now. But we'll see how it's. Dude, that's why, that's why I was like, I was like, real quick, real quick, we have to go through this. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to make you guys a promise. Not quitting the podcast just yet. I'm going to watch both these fucking shows. I'm going to see the fucking shit sandwich that's served up. I'm going to take a bite of it just like I took a bite of that fucking abalone macaroon that I told you about on Drop Your Shorts. Shout out to anybody who's got the Patreon. There's a fun story for you there. And we're going to see what happens. And we will see if by the end of the destruction shows, I'm back and all about New Japan Pro Wrestling or whether over the course of two shows they ended my fandom forever. That's what we're going to see. We're running an experiment. Yeah, we're running an experiment. Like the, the listeners come back in two weeks and I'm just straight up not here. It's just yeah. Curtis going, hey, I'm your good friend Curtis Spears. I'm running solo. It's, it's like that scene in Wayne's World where Garth is like, I'm having a good time, not. Yeah, exactly. And he's like all oh, that fucking worried and shit. That'll be literally what happened. But I just, I can tell you this, listeners, if next episode I'm not here, you know what happened. Like I just will be gone. <laughs> 
Oh shit. Okay. So I just delete Curtis off social media. And I don't even. Quit. <laughs> I just am gone from his life. And he's like, "Fucking oh, Gato God. took it too far." Gato lost my friend. <laughs> Gato. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. I think okay. I think we're done. I think okay. we're done there for the I night. think we're done. It's I'm going to go back to sleep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you're going to go to sleep. But hey, thanks for listening everybody. <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for thanks for following us on social media at mm-hmm. uh at Okada Shorts on both Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can find Rafe on Instagram and Twitter at FacesFeelsCast. You can find me on Instagram at eldestructo83. Uh if you like the if you like the general tone of our bullshittery and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, you can listen to our sister shows, the Faces and Feels cast, where Rafe interviews up-and-coming independent wrestlers from around the world. You had a cool interview with, uh, what's what was his name, Say, o- o- Say Ozawa. So for anybody that, that's familiar with Say Ozawa, he's a Japanese artist, very, very popular in deathmatch circles, like for his T-shirts, like a lot of... um. Uh, a lot of wrestlers considering getting a design done by him, a shirt, a poster, whatever, to be like a huge bucket list item because his designs are legendary. And yeah, he's a very nice Japanese man that I met when we were last in um, last in Japan and I managed to, through mutual acquaintances, find a translator. So the interview is myself, Yuki Kasai Parei, uh, who's a documentarian out of, I think she's based in Canada at the moment, and Sayazawa himself. And uh, we have an interview about his origins in wrestling, in deathmatch, and in doing um, and doing art for all the legends in the world. And when I tell you, man, like, all of the things, like, he's never done an English interview before. That's the first English media he's ever done. And all of the things that had to fall into place for that interview to happen. And I don't just mean like finding a translator. I mean meeting him, him taking me seriously, us becoming friends, the people I had to meet to that happen, date all the way back to me like doing my first interview. You know, like I can trace it all the way back to speaking to Joel Bateman and then who I met after that. I met Neil through him, which then led to me, you know, interviewing and it just goes on and on and on. Like because I interviewed Neil, I bought a T-shirt from this guy, Corey at Deathmatch Worldwide, who we do mutual promotion. Corey then is very good friends with Madman Pondo and then I met up with Madman Pondo in Tokyo and say it was there and it just, it goes, <laughs> it's just all the, all the co- uh, coincidences that had to the take place. Effect. Yeah, the butterfly effect that had to take place to like a dude from Perth having a multilingual interview with this legendary Japanese artist is pretty, pretty fucking crazy. That was, that, it was really cool, man. I, I did listen to the full Japanese version. Mm-hmm. I know you released an edited version, but I really listened to the Japanese version. Oh, okay. I yeah. It was more respectful. They, well, that, that is a hundred percent fair. The reason why I did two edits, they're, they're essentially the same. They're the exact same interview. The only thing that's edited out of the English episode is um, Yuki relaying my questions to say. So I would ask a question. Yuki would translate it in Japanese. Say would answer in Japanese. She would then relate that to me in English and then I would speak, right? So I just took Yuki out every time after I spoke. 
So I would ask yep. a question, Sai would answer straight away in Japanese. She would then translate it back to me in English just to yep. move the episode on a little bit faster for those who had a little bit shorter attention span, which let's face it, us white people. <laughs> You know what I mean? All of us. So I just wanted to streamline it a little bit. And then the Japanese version was there just for, you know, Say's friends and any Japanese listeners or hopefully maybe down the track Japanese wrestlers that wanted to listen and understand what my questions were. Yeah, you hear that, Jun Kasai? You hear that? Yeah. Um, So uh, that's, that's really, it's really cool. Like, a lot of a lot of um you you talk about the the attention span of the western audience i was reading the other day that like a lot of television companies have started producing what they call second screen content so like they're the idea is they're trying to make television shows now that people can watch while they have their phone in their hand so they'll explain plot points and stuff like that audibly instead of showing stuff visually because they know that most people aren't even looking at their fucking tv anymore yeah. How it's very fucking smart. sad is that? That's very smart. Well, it's 100% true. Like, uh, Amy and I will do that shit all the time. Like, well, she really likes, you know, reality shows, not much going on, like the drama, whatever it may be. And it'll be like, watch your phone, playing Switch, whatever, sort of while it's on. It's just sort of like you're just sort of doing everything all at once, you know? Yeah. Or, or like working it, while it's happening and, you know, and things like we have, that. We have a second smaller screen that we look at in case the other screen doesn't entertain us enough. I yeah. yeah. It's so fucking silly. It is silly. And I guess it's because like when I watch wrestling, I have to watch wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that like, I'm going to go a little fucking boomer here. Like I, I, when I watch a movie, I put my phone down, mm-hmm. you know, unless it's a movie I've seen a hundred times when I watch a new movie, phones off over yeah. there you know i i have to because otherwise i just like i don't know if i like that movie i don't like the first time i tried to watch star wars andor yeah. i was watching it with my phone in my hand and that's one of those slow burn shows that you have to fucking watch yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. and i liked i i was like i don't you know i was four weeks into it four mm-hmm. episodes in and my friend's like well do you like andor and i'm like i don't know yeah kind of haven't really watched it yeah exactly yeah. It, it, it's part of you know like society these days everybody's just yeah. always fucking on their phones or we're all ADD and, you know, have a hard time sitting still or we don't have much time. And so, like, if I'm watching stuff at the same time, I'm, like, fucking cleaning the kitchen or cooking, or, you know, because I've worked a full day. So, you know, you've always you've got something up and you kind of want to fit it in but you don't really have the time to just dedicate to that, you know. So shows that, like you say, are kind of talking and I can kind of have it on. But, but New Japan Pro Wrestling, like, I've got to sit down and actually watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think like, yeah, when I'm washing the dishes, I've got YouTube videos on. Cause I like to like learn, like listen to things yeah. like podcasts and mm-hmm. stuff like that when I'm busy work. But like when I, when I sit down to watch something, I sit down to watch something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. yeah. Anyway. But yeah, no, uh, it's a hundred percent fair. We have, we've done enough fucking oh, yeah. yammering this episode. Haven't we? Let's just go. Uh, yeah. th- <laughs> check us out. Patreon.com slash count out pod five Amer- American dollar dues a month. You can get, our bonus show drop your shorts you can get bonus shows from all of the shows on the count out podcasting network do you love wrestling i, I you probably do if you're listening to this show maybe um, not otherwise, now. hi mom after this yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah let, like do that follow us on social media please like our 
you know, like our shows, rate our shows, subscribe to our shows, share a friend, tell all your friends. Give us a race in the Cape, don't want this. <laughs> Tomatonga and Tomatonga, no, Tonga Loa and fucking Chase Owens. Yeah. Buddy. You believe it? I'm going to watch it. Jail. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to fucking put myself through it like a real fucking psycho and uh, and see what it is. Maybe maybe they surprise me. Maybe I come out of it like, dude, five stars. Yeah. Chase Owens is the best wrestler on the planet, bro. Yeah, he you know deserved, what? He can't, deserved to be in the top 10. Can't wait for Tonga Loa to do that fucking, that fucking stupid soft slap fucking strike <gasps> gonna, thing. Oh, my God. He's going to be doing those soft slaps to, like, Chase Owens' tummy, you know? It, it looks like he's, like, tickling it. He's like, oh, tickle monster. It's going to be so monster. fucking bad. All right, we need to get out of here. Fuck, fuck yeah. <laughs> We're going to say some shit we can't take back. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. You know what to do. Keep it right. Keep it tight. And most importantly, keep it what? Entertained, I guess. Short. <laughs> is it short? It is. Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is Your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Countout Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Countout Patreon, as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the show. This has been a Countout Podcast.